Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right now, I just think God his mercy. And what oh, he has done. Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Who do you have on the call? We've got Elder Dumas and Apostle David Shank and uh, Prophet uh, Yvette. Okay, Prophet Yvette, are you there? Yes, sir. God bless you. How are you all? I'm doing fine. I just got through sharing with everyone, you know, how I just thank God for preparing me for this for this moment so that it would not be the crushing blow that it could have been if if he had not have shown his grace and mercy towards me and allowing me to not lose my parents within ten you know, within basically five years of one another, it would have been if she had have gone ten years ago. And it, it really would have done something to me back then. So I just thank God for giving me some more time with her and giving her time to get saved and and, and preparing me to be able to accept it, um, not having any more parents on this side. That it could have been a crushing blow, but I thank God for his peace that surpasses all understanding. And, and I can't be upset. I can't be mad because I know that his, it was because of his mercy that he did this. And I just thank God for, for it. I'm still sad, of course, because you know, because it's my mom, and it's the, and I feel, in in some ways, like I'm alone. But I know that that things are still well. I still have my husband, I, and I even reconnected with my older brother through this ordeal. So I just thank God for establishing other found, family foundations, and and I'm feeling like I'm getting a strong spiritual family now. So I just thank God for divine connections. Amen. Amen. Well, we thank the Lord. Amen. Excuse me for you all. Um, I was actually on the floor and fell asleep, to be honest with you all. (laughs) And woke up and it was 8.07. Um, I thank God even for you as I look on the board. We've been praying, and uh, we hear you a prophecy that concerning loss of your um, mother and uh, parents, and uh, we'll keep, amen, uh, you uh, uh, before the Lord and hold you up. Thank the Lord, amen, for um, Dr. Shaw. You're on the call, aren't you? Praise the Lord. Yes, I am, just now. God bless you. How are you? I'm blessed. Thank you. Amen, amen. And um, as uh, Pastor Shank said, um, he's on the call. Elder Dumas is on the call. And I appreciate God bless you, Elder Dumas. How are you? Great, Don. Great. Good, good. Good to hear you. And I think Prophet Greer is on the phone. Are you there? Praise the Lord. I'm here. God bless you. Uh, God bless you. We thank God even uh, for you. Um, so tonight's our uh, time we gather together for um, the Apostles' Roundtable. I don't know if you prayed or not. Yes, uh, we did. Amen. And so um, I, I thank God, amen, today. Uh, I just happened to see a um, notification <clears throat> that uh, in Arkansas, amen, uh, Prophet uh, uh, Deborah Gray is getting ready to have her first uh, service there. Some of you don't. Amen. Uh, know her, and I know you can't see her right now. And I'm not trying to get her to um, uh, talk at length or anything, but uh, um, um, that's the uh, last verse that you heard, uh, Prophet Deborah Gray and uh, Vermont, uh, Arkansas, um, 
they start that new ministry uh, there in uh, Prophet Deborah. It's, it's a deliverance ministry, isn't it? Prophet Deborah, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm sorry. It's a it's a deliverance me. You have a deliverance ministry there in uh, Arkansas, don't you? Yes, sir. I do. Yes. Yes. Tomorrow, spiritual warfare, knowing our identity in Christ. So yes, I do have a um, deliverance ministry here in Dermot, Arkansas. Amen. So uh, we want to um, just uh, ask everybody to uh, keep her in prayer. Uh, one day, um, God willing, you'll get a chance to uh, meet her. And um, let's keep her in prayer and thank God for her moving forth um, there in uh, that nice warm weather. <laughs> yes. there. Um I just wanted to bring um, a, a note of uh, information to you uh, here in Cleveland. <laughs> uh, here in Cleveland, um, I've been talking and teaching about covenant, and I just happened to uh, uh, biblical um, covenant, whatever. And I'm not here to uh, teach a lengthy uh, lesson or anything like that tonight, but um, I just wanted to, to to speak to you about the origin of something of, of one of uh, actually uh, two things actually that we uh, commonly do here in the West and in the United States and whatever in the Western part of the world. Uh, I wanted to talk about handshake. And uh, words we speak. Um, without getting lengthy, I want to say that the Bible story about uh, creation and uh, the redemption of mankind, Jesus coming forth, you know, God uh, bringing forth everything that um, has been made that He is is a story of covenant. And uh, we don't um, talk much about covenant here in the West, although um, even with EMFI, uh, we had uh, one time issued something called a covenant agreement. And uh, it's something that, you know, binds everybody together together. on paper, um, as far as it has to do with uh, this uh, religious uh, spiritual relationship, you know, as we've come together to do the work of the Lord. Well, there's two things, as I said, I wanted to talk about. And that was a handshake and uh, and the words we speak. I just happened to look up um, maybe an hour ago on the dictionary to see what the dictionary uh, what they thought the origin of a handshake is and uh, they tend to trace it back to something in uh, Greek uh, the Greek uh, ideology or whatever but um, back in the uh, biblical days when um, men made covenant one to another and uh, there was always two types of covenant uh, there was something called a diatheke covenant that God made with man. Um, and uh, there was something called a synthiki covenant that man made with men. And when they made a covenant, um, I'll do this, I'm sure, quite sure you remember this in North Carolina back in the day when you were growing up, people used to, um, young men, whatever, would, uh, cut their um, finger or whatever, and they become blood brothers. Do you all remember that? Yes. Yes. Um, that or that origin came that that origin came from the time of biblical times when people would cut a covenant. When they when I say cut a covenant, 
It means blood was going to be shared. Uh, they were cut a covenant, and uh, sometimes they would make a cut in their palm of the hand or on their finger on the, on the on the fleshy part of their thumb and then they would then they would shake hands which is which was one of the steps that brought forth um the uh, steps to seal the covenant that they made so um, most of us know um, men to men covenant in the Bible of Jonathan and David. So part of um, their understanding of covenant at the time was that they would shed blood in their hand, either the palm of their hand or fleshy part of their thumb, and they would shake hands. Now here in the West, you know, here centuries later. We shake hands. Um, we've gotten to a point right now where when we meet somebody, we'll shake hands. There used to be a time when people would come into an agreement. Uh, they would agree to buy something, to do something, that they would have a handshake. And that's you know, handshake and words. And that's all that uh, was necessary. There was no written contract. Uh, like it is when you buy a house or buy a car right now, you got to sign all these papers. But the handshake and uh, their verbal agreement was all that was necessary, as I as I as I'm going to say, to seal the deal, whatever uh, the relationship or the agreement was, or whatever the covenant was. So a handshake actually came from covenant times, biblical times when they grasped hands and allowed the blood to mingle together. Now, you know, there's, of course, there's a reason, um, 2017 reason I'm I'm saying all this. So that was part of the uh, covenant. And then the other part of the covenant was every covenant, whether it was a diathiki covenant between God and man, or a man-to-man covenant, a synthiki covenant, there was uh, words to the covenant. Uh, and when God made a covenant with man, it is the word of God that are the covenant words. And, and, and when God makes the covenant, God is the one that speaks. And so that's why we have his word. When men make a covenant to each other, we exchange words. And um, so um, when Jonathan and David uh, made a covenant together, uh, they exchanged words. And, of course, everybody knows that Jonathan died. And it came to a point, David and the kingdom said, well, uh, is there anybody left in Saul's house? And uh, they found Mephibosheth, who was, um, I think, the grandson of of Jonathan, I believe, or son of Jonathan. And And because he had made a covenant with Jonathan, Mephibosheth was allowed to come and eat at David's table because of the covenant relationship. In biblical times, when a covenant was made, when a covenant was cut, the only way you could break the covenant was by death. When God made a covenant with man, he basically said, before I break this covenant, I will die. Everybody knows he cannot die. Um, When uh, men made covenant to others, they would... uh, basically uh, seal that covenant with words, handshakes, other things, uh, as in the coat. They exchange coats and basically saying, all that I am, you know, uh, is yours, and all that you are is mine. They would exchange belts. 
which was not used to hold up pants, but used for weapons. In other words, I will fight for you and you will fight for me. So covenant relationship was um, something that they took very, uh, very seriously. When um, in the New Testament, when Jesus says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. The reason why he says this to the church, to the people of God, is because of the covenant that's been cut by his blood. Uh, He would have to die before he would leave us. And we know God cannot die. So uh, I want to say, in a sense, uh, to us, we have to take very, we have to take everything very seriously that we say to each other uh, when we uh, shake hands in agreement to things. We have to take that uh, very seriously. Although now people just casually shake hands, they you know they just shake hands doesn't mean anything. As a matter of fact, the handshake has actually evolved into high five and uh, dabs and dips and stuff like that. It it doesn't mean anything, but the origin of all that is a uh, lifelong covenant relationship. Uh, For for example, um, a lot of times um, people will say that, you know, God said that you're, or God would tell them, uh, you're my spiritual parent, you're my spiritual father, you're my spiritual mother, et cetera, et cetera. And that's very possible, for example. Um, and usually that's for usually that's for a long-term uh, relationship because, um, as uh, Prophet Yvette knows, she just buried a mother. She... Uh, it was a it was a covenant relationship, and all of her life, and uh, uh, even in the, in the future, she's still her her mother. So we have to be very careful, saints, in the uh, kingdom of God in the church, about being too casual in making commitments, making saying things. Uh, uh, agreeing on things, you know, by handshakes or words, because God takes God takes the words that we say very seriously. Um, so I just wanted to kind of share something with you about covenant. Uh, I can continue to talk, but I just want to entertain any questions or comments at this time. Is everybody on mute? Yeah. <laughs> Is anybody yeah. there besides you, Dr. <laughs> yes, we're here. I want to uh, entertain um, um, you, the, the closest thing in the West that uh, the Western, I just say the Western church has been removed from the covenant uh, theology of the Bible because um, of the great liberties and uh, different ideas of, uh, I'll say it like this, Um, the West has been taught, and maybe I taught this the other week, the West has been taught through a lot of Greek uh, teaching from, from the ancient Greeks and not the ancient uh, uh, biblical Hebrews, which the Bible was um, brought forth from. And so the closest thing that we have in the West to uh, a covenant relationship is uh, marriage and uh, uh, buying uh, cars and houses where we sign. And um, uh, we do something called in Latin quid pro quo, something for something. You know, I pay you $350 a month. You're going to let me drive your car until I pay my last $350. It's something for something. I give you this car. You give me your money for X amount of days. And then we also have uh, 
the marriage uh, uh, um, uh, ceremony. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about this um, today or yesterday. Uh, have uh, Have you noticed that when people get married, there always has to be a witness? Yeah, well, that was that. That's the that's that origin came from covenant. Uh, cutting covering and covenants are always cut because blood was shed, and uh, because when you made a covenant, there was what a witness, and um, when God made a covenant with man, there was a witness. Well, who who was the witness? The Spirit of God, the Lord Jesus, the heavenly host, and uh, if you look in the if you look in the Bible. Anytime in old, especially the Old Testament, when you see covenants being made, understand they always, even though it may not say it biblically in, in Scripture, there was always a witness to it. Uh, that's why um, I don't know, Doctor Sharp, you're um, a um, um, a notary or, or whatever, but uh, when you when notaries uh, sign things, you have to have what a witness, don't you? Uh, yes. And so a, a lot of things we do in uh, uh, the West has its origin in uh, covenant teaching. So I kind of I kind of admonish uh, saints to uh, study covenant because if you study covenant, you'll, you'll understand, you know, how God operates with man. Isn't it amazing when you read it, especially the Old Testament, you see uh, the Lord making a covenant with Abraham and saying, Abraham, come out of your father's house, go into Canaan, I'm going to give you that territory, that land, as far as you can see in every place you walk. Now, it's interesting that God says, I'm going to give you a land that somebody else is occupying. So the unregenerated, the unsaved man will look at the Bible and say, well, the the Arab, the, uh, the reason why we have the feast right now is because they're saying, well, we've uh, occupied uh, this land for 1,500 years, 2,000 years. Well, in some cases, that's true. But what else is also true is that God cut a covenant, gave that land to Abraham and his seed, and uh, it belongs to Israel. And so in the Old Testament, you'll see um, God wiping out. He, he wipes out nations. He destroys kingdoms for his people, for the children of Israel, for the Hebrews. And a lot of people look at it and say, man, God is really mean, whatever. But you have to understand what what's happening. It's the sin that they're uh, uh, doing, how they've polluted the land, uh, how he has granted. The, the Bible says the earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. And so God can give uh, territory, land to whomever he wants to. He gave it to uh, the people of God. And the Old Testament, in the New Testament, uh, the church, the kingdom people that are to take possession of uh, territory, if you will, spiritual territory, if you will, for for the king. And so covenant, is, covenant teaching and uh, whatever is a, is a great resource of teaching and one. Primary uh, that uh, uh, I I think I have this book. I know I used to have it, but um, it might have somebody might have walked away with it. Uh, there's an author named H. C. Trumbull at Trumbull T. R. U. M. B. U. L. L. Who it's a redundant book that teaches on covenant relationship. So as I close. So we're all part of EMFI, and um, we have we have uh, 
if we were to take those two types of covenant that I gave you, we have a uh, what's called a quid pro quo, something for something. It's a spiritual uh, relationship. It's a covenant relationship that we have. And uh, we want, you know, of course, the Holy Spirit to have his way, do uh, with us what he desires. And so we come into uh, we come into covenant agreement. And uh, some of you all remember um, last month, the second Monday in January, I said that I was not going to release a physical covenant agreement, although I had done that um, previously. But the agreement that we were going to have, uh, certainly people can read the words. I can share the words with them. But the words that we're going to have in this uh, uh, relationship are the words that we're going to speak because, you know, I, I felt that we're going to own we're going to own up to what we say. And uh, God be our helper. And um, it's just like any other uh, relationship, whether you're, <clears throat> I think Dr. Shaw now is in, um, uh, I think uh, Dr. Shaw, uh, somebody just sent me a message, that's why I paused. Um, she's now, amen, in uh, Florida and uh, is occupied there and has occupation there. And, um, um, her employers have said uh, such and such, and she has said such and such I will do. So she has a type of, uh, she's forged a uh, covenant relationship, if you will, with them. And uh, so we want to kind of abide by the things that we uh, say and uh, do here. I had released um, last year that the next time that I travel someplace, I had said, Dr. Shaw should go with us. I still believe that. I still believe that's true. Um, and so uh, there's the opportunity <clears throat> to go somewhere um, sometime this year in consecration ministry. Well, you know, I want to keep my uh, I want to keep my word. Um, allow me just to say this, and I'm going to stop <clears throat> on the fourth Sunday in April. April, fourth Sunday in uh, February, I've got to go speak in a place in Illyria called Illyria, Ohio. But I was, um, but I had the opportunity to go to Fort Lauderdale to meet a pastor from London, England, that's going to be with um, Apostle Linville Nelson. And uh, Apostle Nelson and I were saying, you know, I've got to keep my what, keep my word because I've given my word. Is on that same day that I have to be in Elyria, so I cannot go to Fort Lauderdale because I've given my word. So we just want to ask everybody, careful about what you say, because you know we are responsible for our words. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And remember, the origin of a handshake is not just a casual greeting. It's, it's act, it, the origin is actually covenant. It's actually uh, it's actually agreement. Um, and in the covenant idea of handshaking, you never shook a hand with somebody that was not a friend, with somebody that you didn't have a real true relationship with. And of course, I'm not saying to you all, don't shake, don't stop shaking people's hands, but I just wanted to give you that as a resource. So anybody want to comment or question or whatever, anything? Dr. Shaw, I'll just go down the list. <laughs> Can you hear me good? <laughs> yes, very good. Okay. Um, yes, um, you were talking about witnesses and notaries um, and binding contracts and things like that. And um, as a matter of fact, which I was going to just add to that, if you don't have a notary, uh, where you have at least two or three, I believe, witnesses, uh, they are as strong as a notary. So sometimes you cannot get to a notary. You at least need, uh, I believe it's three witnesses, and your contract is as good as you had a notary. Amen. Two or three witnesses, 
Okay, uh-huh. I'm really okay. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else? Thank you very much. Anyone else? Anyone else? Hello. Uh, who else is on the? Let's see who else is on the line. Um, Professor Vet, any comments? Um, not at this time. Um, uh, Professor Vet, uh, as I, as you said that, what came to my mind is a lot of times, um, we enter into, um, and I'm not talking about Professor Vet, but. Uh, if anybody's aware of it, a lot of times we enter into uh, different fellowships and apostolic networks and uh, sometimes even churches and whatever, and things don't work out. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of times things don't work out because um, either our season is over, it's time to move on, we were never, or we were never supposed to be there, or somebody broke covenant, somebody broke um, uh, promises, and uh, and of course we cannot. Uh, uh, many people could not stand for that. So that, that just kind of came to my mind. Um, Professor Spank, anything? Professor Shank, you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. Sorry about that. <clears throat> when when you were uh, speaking about uh, blood brothers and brotherhoods and the Greeks and so forth. Well, the <clears throat> the Greek tradition is is still found in uh, in colleges known as fraternities and sororities, where they have uh, secret handshakes and so forth as a uh, type of covenant, yes. but not the force of blood. Yes, the Greek the Greek idea. Yes. The Greek idea is in the colleges. Exactly right. Um, who else is on the call? Anybody else on the call? Tisa, you on the call? Deborah, are you on the call? Uh, Elder uh, Dumas. Yes, sir. Yes. Any comments? Yeah. Uh, yes, I was just enjoying the lesson and um, and I thank God for the for the lesson and, and making agreement in um, so many different ways um, to you know to make agreement. So um, we and we thank God that um, that God you know gave His life that we may have life. And, uh, yes. And, uh, we can come together in the body of Christ, yeah. um, and, and His Word, you know, to bring our lives separate to God's Word. Uh, so His, you know, the lesson lesson was uh, real good. I was. I was getting a lot of static, and some of some of it I couldn't hear, some of it I could. So, uh, but I just thank God for the peoples of God that that we could stand together um, to listen and learn the Word of God. So I thank you, Prophet uh, Griffin, for the lesson tonight. I thank God for each and every one. So that's mine. All right. Um... Anyone else on the call? Um, praise the Lord. I couldn't. Praise the Lord. This is Sister Hamilton, teacher. Yes. Hi. I didn't know. I didn't know how to unmute it, and I just got in on the call, so I'm I'm kind of trying to hear what's going on, so I can kind of, you know, join in. But I I'm, I don't really know what's going on right now, so that's why I haven't said anything. Yeah. Let me um, let me just let me just briefly run through what I said. So I was talking about. Uh, the fact that the uh, Word of God, the Bible, is a book concerning the covenant that God made with man. And uh, I talked about two aspects of uh, a covenant. Uh, And that was the handshake and the words that we speak. 
I made the comment that the Western world, and when I'm talking about West, I'm talking about people outside of the Mideast and whatever, uh, over you know in Europe and here in North America, we have been far removed from covenant thinking um, because of our civilized education, if you will. And um, I said uh, that when we grew up, some of us at a certain age, uh, when we grew up, uh, before there was AIDS and things like that, we used to prick our finger, you know, we'd have a friend or whatever, prick our finger and we'd become blood brothers or whatever. Right. And uh, the origin of that was because of covenant. When, when, when people cut a covenant, that covenant was always cut. Blood was always shed. And the reason why blood was always shed is because God proclaimed that the life of the flesh is in the blood. And um, when they cut a covenant, they would uh, cut the uh, palm or the uh, fleshy part of the thumb, the right thumb, and they would shake hands and mingle blood. And that meant they came into agreement. That was one of the steps of cutting a covenant. So what I was saying today in our modern times, that uh, for us to know that when we shake hands with people, it really signifies, it's, it's supposed to signify, I'm your friend. And the word friend is actually a covenant, a covenant term. God said, Abraham is my friend. Jesus said in John 15, you're no longer servants, you're my friend. The reason why he said friend is because of covenant. Um, and so God says, I'm obligated uh, to you because you're my friend, because we have covenant agreement. And so I was trying to, and I didn't want to go too far with this, but I wanted to kind of bring it into EMFI to say we are in covenant uh, relationship. And uh, so we have obligation to each other. Um, uh, we cannot we cannot ignore each other. We have to pray for each other. Uh, um, we have to be patient with each other because we're what we're in re- we're in relationship, and the kingdom is based built upon uh, relationships. And then I made the statement about words, how every covenant. Whether it was a God uh, ordained covenant or a covenant between men and a covenant between women, uh, words were always expressed, and that's what the Word of God is. It's it's God's covenant terms. It's God it's God's covenant terms to mankind. And so, uh, for EMFI or whatever, we have some words, and those are our covenant terms concerning the relationship that we have. Uh, EMFI, if you go to a local church, you go to a local assembly, uh, they have um, constitution bylaws. Those are supposed to be the covenant terms of uh, of that relationship. When you get married, uh, you um, you have vows. Those are the covenant terms uh, of that relationship. And it says, to death do you part. Uh, I'll just, I just say this, and uh, leave alone, but one of the reasons why in the West there is such a high degree of divorce is because of the loss, the LOSS of uh, of what I'm going to call covenant theology, um, because covenant the- covenant theology uh, means that we are that there is commitment, and um, you know a lot of times you know. Uh, that that's what goes away in a marriage is the um, is the commitment. Um, so nevertheless, uh, that's what I just said it very briefly. We, there, uh, when you study covenant, there was uh, people study for years. There's at least ten um, ten steps. Um, and I've only talked about um, basically uh, one or two of them. So that's what I wanted to say. Any other comments or things? 
them anyway? Can you say yes or no, please, so I know what you're thinking? Well, yeah. I was, I was thinking um, when you were talking about the covenant as far as the blood, um, and you said before AIDS and everything came out. We did that back, and we never took it serious, you know, back when we were teenagers or whatever. And it's it just, I didn't know it was something that serious when we were doing it. Um, and, it, you know, that it was real. I just thought it was some teenage type thing. So, you know, I was good to hear that. Well, well, well you're, you're right. When we did it, it was not serious. And when I did it, it was not serious either. I was just talking about the source of where it came from, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, a, right, it's just the source. Uh, we did it and didn't even know where it came from. Right. It came from biblical. It came from biblical times. Um, okay. Anyone else? If you don't, if, please. If you have nothing else to say, please say no, and then I won't call on you. Well, Pastor you know, uh, you know sometimes it was a price. It's a price that that you make the agreement, and they, you know, they take it real serious. You know, it's the price that you have to pay if you if you break uh, the agreement. That's right. Um, you know, they're really not playing with it now. You know, you know, we see and we hear terrible you know, things that are going on right in our city. Uh, uh, you know, that's you know, it's a price that they have to pay now. You know, they it was it was not. May not have been that serious back then, but uh, the groups now they are serious of what they're doing. Yes. Uh, so we have to uh, we have to be careful, you know, how we talk, you know, to people on the even on the telephone. People call you don't know who you're talking to, who you're making an agreement with. So we have to we have to be very careful. Uh, now because so much uh, things have changed in life. Uh, but one thing about it, we know that God's words do not change. You know, uh, God love, you know, God is love, God is peace. Uh, but uh, the agreement that people make it now, you know, they don't make, they, you know, it's, it's a whole lot different. So, yes, yes. We thank God for you know that we you know we just have to be careful uh, in life now uh, you know what we uh, what we join up with you know who we join up with you know we have to know you know uh, uh, such things out you know what's what what's going on because the enemy is so wise now that we have just have to be careful. Yes, Amen. Uh, uh, Lastly, I want to say that um, uh, sometimes uh, we in the West don't understand all this Islamic uh, ISIS activity in the Middle East and how they can, you know, agree to do what they do. Uh, They have such a strong bond in what they believe because of the covenant, uh, because they were raised up in that covenant uh, What they do, uh, even to death, you know, strap bombs on strap bombs on women and children, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth, because they believe in what they believe. And uh, believe. the church, uh, we're also uh, just understand, we're we're in a covenant. We're in a covenant with God, and um, um, please, you know, just be committed to Him, and He's committed to us. And I thank you for your time. If you all are done, if nobody else has any comments, um, God be willing to hear, you, hear from you next uh, Thursday. And remember, every second Monday of um, the month, we have our uh, leadership call. And uh, we're looking forward to everybody coming to Cleveland uh, in July, the last weekend of July, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Of uh, July. Anybody have any kind of announcements or anything they want to share? Share or say on the call tonight. 
Uh, we're praying for Sister Shank tonight. We're praying again, continually praying for uh, Prophet Yvette, you know, lost there in the family. And I'm going to ask um, uh, Elder Dumas, if you would be so kind, to close out with prayer. Yes, thank you. Precious Father, in the precious name of Jesus, the Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for the people of God. We thank you for this lesson that we have tonight. Lord, help us to put it in our heart, in our mind, in our spirit. Oh, God, through your word. And God bless each and every one. Give us the strength. Give us the thing that we're standing in need of. God, you know our heart. You know our mind. You know our condition. God, you promise us in your word that you will never leave us, never will forsake us. Protect the city that we were in. When we lay down at night, God, watch over us. And God, if you ever do these things for us, we ever give your name glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, and uh, we pray that you receive something tonight for edification. Be blessed. Have a great evening. Thanks, everyone.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.